I think I need you to be a little more honest with me about something. I am being honest. I didn't consent, but I didn't say no. So you just went along with it? I was scared. I didn't know what else to do. That is the voice of a then underage indigenous girl from Kelowna, B.C., who for two hours back in 2012 was grilled, second-guessed, and then belittled as she uh, is literally interrogated by a male RCMP officer who clearly clearly does not buy her claims that she had been sexually assaulted while in the care of BC's child welfare care. This story was brought to us by AP uh, TN, uh, and they have been doing work on this. But I want you to listen, because this is uh, this investigation on this video is shocking. It may be old, but it speaks to so much that is wrong when it comes into the investigation of sexual assault in this country. And it, and it kind of answers why more women don't come forward. But to listen to how this young girl, young woman, is treated and interrogated because she came forward with a claim that she'd been sexually assaulted. Take a listen to what the officer felt was an appropriate question. Now, were you at all turned on during this at all, no. even a little bit? No. Physically, you weren't at all responsive to his advances, even maybe um, subconsciously? Maybe subconsciously, but no, not. I was really scared. Okay. Because you understand that when a guy tries to have sex with a female and the female is completely unwilling, it's very difficult, right? Yeah, yeah, it hurt a lot. It hurt a lot? At the beginning? For the whole thing. Okay, and how does that compare to experiences you've had in the past sexually? It didn't hurt this much. Like, I actually bled yesterday in my underwear. And where's, where's that underwear now? It's evidence somewhere. Like, are you kidding me? It literally makes me sick to my stomach to hear the way she's being spoken to. Were you at all turned on? Like, really? That's an appropriate question? And according to the statement of claim, not only was this girl punished for reporting this, no charge was laid. And from the sounds of it, it doesn't even sound like actual investigation took place. And you can bet once this video surfaced, it was rightly and quickly condemned by all parties today in Ottawa. What was revealed in that uh, video was absolutely abhorrent. The apparent attitudes and techniques that were on display in 2012 are profoundly outdated, offensive and wrong. The RCMP and all police forces must work continuously to conduct themselves appropriately. No survivor of sexual assault should ever fear that their case will not be taken seriously or that they will be re-victimized in the process. Michael Patterson's a B.C. lawyer who represents several claimants in lawsuits against the Ministry of Children and Family Development. He joins us now. Thanks for joining us, Mr. Patterson. You're welcome. Let's talk a little bit about, um, first of all, the young woman in this particular case. How is she all these years later, although it's dated? Well, right now my client is um, is in the hospital um, because having seen the video again, it is... Um, we traumatize her, and um, preventive actions have been taken to make sure that she is um, she's safe um, health-wise. Has she been given, I mean, the fact that this, this tape has surfaced, the fact that her story is now getting out, it will and hopefully will get some answers, and maybe, uh, you know, she will finally get what she did not get all those years ago. But 
Am I to believe, are we to believe that since 2012, other than maybe um, guidance from from you, her legal counsel, has she been on her own dealing with this? She's been on her own dealing with it. She's had a a few, um, as a result of this trauma, she's had a a few suicide um, attempts. Um, She's been under psychiatric care, but um, she was not under any trauma care until we got involved and um, we have been providing her um, with trauma care via a registered um, psychologist. Where does this case go now? I mean, this happened in 2012 and am I wrong uh, to kind of guess that this wasn't properly investigated? Would that be a fair allegation? That would be a fair uh, description of it. There was no there's absolutely no investigation. This was simply a rush to judgment. MCFD um, basically provide background information to the police. Uh, my client reported it. They provided background information about her. And without, you know, there's no excuse for that sort of reprehensive behavior by the police, which should be reserved. I mean, that's not even the type of behavior that is reserved for the interrogation of the most hardened criminals. People, you know, we live in in one of the best countries in the world, um, and people have rights. Um, In the Charter, protect suspects in custody rights. But there's a different way of dealing with suspects and a different way of dealing with um, complainants. Regardless of what you your opinion is of the complaint, you treat them with sensitivity and you treat them with respect. The questions that were asked, you know, you ask yourself, which parent would Mm -hmm. allow their daughter to sit through that reprehensible behavior and and note that she's a minor and MCFD did not provide her with any support, no support whatsoever. She was just literally thrown to the wolves and she was ripped apart and asked the most offensive questions. Now, as a criminal defense lawyer and a litigator I have met, we deal with police every single day. And we deal with professional officers who take their job seriously, who, who basically carry out investigation and, 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 and seek to abide by um, the law. We don't always agree with them, but th- that's part of the process. But what we expect is that everyone, especially vulnerable um, vulnerable complainants, be it man or woman, and more so minors, will be treated with a certain amount of decorum. I mean, this is just mind-boggling that in Canada, uh, a complainant, a minor, could be treated in the way that she was treated. It's just beyond belief. This is an issue that we've been speaking about, uh, and I'm sure, I'm not sure if you recall the case of a judge uh, when we were talking about a sexual assault victim when he said in court to her, well, why didn't you just keep your legs shut? And that was was a moment, I think, that Canadians and certainly leaders in Canada said, okay, we need to change the way we deal with sex assault victims and make sure that there's actual training. But it's not just with judges. Clearly, there needs to be more training. Her story is now being told, and it is not going to go under the radar. Michael, I thank you so much for joining us. I know you're busy, but uh, I appreciate your uh, your joining us. And thanks for hearing the story. Thank you. That is uh, Michael Patterson, uh, the BC lawyer representing this young woman. And uh, honestly, if this tape had not come out, we wouldn't know about this. And the fact that we're seeing it now, it begs the question, how often does this happen? How many other cases are like this? Because we see it in Ontario. We've seen Children's Aid Society. We've seen them. We've seen the cracks. 
we know that this is not an isolated incident. It happens all the time where kids are put into the care of the state and then they either get brutalized in that care or they somehow fall through the cracks. It's, it's unacceptable. It's simply unacceptable. And the only way that I will believe the condemnation of Ralph Goodale and the government today is if they actually do something. And if this case does not beg the question of a full-on investigation to the RCMP, I don't know what will. But this young woman has absolutely, without question, been failed. And if you haven't seen the video and you don't believe me, go watch it because it'll make your skin crawl.